Is there not an entire section on this subject? Yes, yes, that's unfair. I may have, I may have changed my mind about being is, is your, is your book for sale about it? Yes. I'm not sure. I just go and try and do a better job. Let me Say it like you mean it. This is my body. Yo, Trey. What up? I got something to say. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Let Me Tell You, episode 99. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. So it's been really nice getting settled in to the new podcast setup. Uh, got a few episodes under my belt. Had a couple of sound issues with with one of the episodes on last Saturday. I uh, really appreciate the guys that listen, watch, uh, and catch these things for me and let me know because I don't always, you know, go through the whole thing. I don't edit, uh, when I do these podcasts, I hit record and I talk and then I hit stop. Uh, no editing happens, nothing. Um, if it's that bad, then it just gets stopped and restarted and re-recorded. So I really appreciate guys who are willing to just shoot me a text or a tweet or something and say, hey, your sound is off. This is a problem. This is that. So I was able to, Josh, thank you, buddy, for uh, for hitting me up this week and let me know that the sound was off on that episode. I was able to get it re-recorded and republished uh, the next day. So got those bugs out of the way. And then, of course, the big bug moved into our house. Uh, COVID-19 made its appearance in my home this week. And uh, so we're all in the middle of our quarantine time. No one gets to go to work um, until I think my wife is going back to work on Friday and I'm going back to work on Monday. Um, and so, yeah, it's just we're just kind of going with the flow and, and, and going with how it, it, it goes here Uh Gratefully, nobody had anything serious. You know, my sister-in-law had some some kind of gastric issues, stomach flu type of stuff. Uh, my mother-in-law is doing really well. Um, she was the one we were mostly worried about because of her advanced years. Uh, but she is, you know, handling it like a champ, basically just mild cold symptoms, which the rest of us had. So um, if you pray for us to just get through it and uh, get over this the this thing quickly and not, uh, of course, now we don't have to worry about it anymore. We've got it. Immunities are there. That's the science. And we should be good to go from this point on. So um, I do feel like I'm still playing a little bit of catch up on podcasts uh, from the holidays and then taking an extra week off in the middle of January to make sure everything got finished up in uh, the construction in my house in the basement. Um, so I, I really do feel like there are things that I missed that I could have talked about that I didn't. Um, one thing that I'm going to just briefly mention and then I'm going to let it go. And that is the Ravi Zacharias uh, situation. The reality is I don't know enough about it to really speak in depth about it. I have not gone in to look into detail about what happened or anything. Truthfully, I don't want to know. I don't want to know the details. Uh, from what I've seen on social media, it's enough 
to say that I don't want to know the details of what went on uh, in behind closed doors with Ravi. Um, the, the information is out there. I know enough to know that I don't want to know anymore. Uh, so what do we take away from that? The, the, the thing that anybody who is in ministry in any way, shape, or form, whether it's apologetics, whether it's evangelism, uh, abortion ministry, uh, hospitality, you name it. If you are involved in some kind of ministry in, in any way, shape, or form, you have got to be under the authority of ruling elders who can uh, you know, help hold you accountable, help keep you accountable, and then practice church discipline if necessary. Everybody, I mean, if you're a podcaster and you're a Christian and you're doing anything in your podcast from a Christian worldview, you need to be under the authority of elders. You have to be. I don't know what the structure of Ravi Zacharias International Ministries was, but obviously somewhere in there, there was a point of failure that there was no accountability for Ravi in, in these things. And he was able to do all of the horrible things that obviously happened. Um, so at this point, what we do is we pray for Ravi's family. It's got to be horrifying to one, go through the tragedy of, of losing Ravi. And then now all of these things that are coming to light of the things that were done uh, and pray for the victims, pray for those who were victimized by this man um, and the failure of his ministry to keep him accountable. And again, one more time, I've said it throughout, you know, for the last couple of months, it's kind of been a, a soapbox that I've been on as I've talked about different false teachers in the Master's Dog podcast. Uh, you have to be under the authority of church elders and submitted to those church elders. I, at this point, I would welcome anybody in my church, anybody, any of my elders, um, honestly, anybody in my church to come into my studio, go through their three computers here. Um, I'll have covenant eyes on them, uh, you know, but you can go through, you can look into histories. I'm willing to give up my phone, let anybody look through and, and check me out. Um, and if there were to be anything found, which there's nothing there at this point, I'm confident in that. Um, but if I were to slip and fall, I want those people to be able to come in and say, Norm, it's time to pull the plug. You need to go into some kind of church discipline. We need to be walking through you and counseling and stuff like that. Obviously, that was something that was missed with Ravi. We've seen many other ministries where men have fallen and not gone through any kind of prescribed uh, church discipline and counseling in order to bring restoration. And then we've watched them just go into, you know, into folly. Like, I mean, top of my head, Ted Haggard uh, comes to mind who, you know, horribly fail, you know, very, very uh, visible man, very vocal Christian man. And then he falls horribly, you know, in, in one of the ugliest ways that you can, and then, you know, supposedly was going to go through this counseling and all this stuff in order. But then a few months into it, he's like, I'm done. I'm starting my own church again. 
again, somebody I was listening to, I can't remember who it was, something I was listening to today that someone said that there were some people it is, uh, it's almost a, a threat worse than death to threaten to take away their ministry. Uh, I, I wish I, I knew who it was that I was I was listening to to hear that, but um, yeah, I, maybe it'll come to me before the end of the podcast. But so this is my encouragement as we as we just briefly look at at what went down with Ravi Zacharias. Get into a church, become a member of a church under the authority of church elders who can hold you accountable, keep you accountable and help you walk. I mean, we should all be continuing to grow in maturity and so on. If we don't, you know, if we stop learning, if we stop receiving and being fed from a local pastor, you know, again, I have nothing against the guys that put their stuff out on, you know, on the internet and stuff like that. But here's the reality in years I mean, I've probably watched maybe two John Piper sermons in full. I've watched maybe two in full John MacArthur sermons. I've seen Vody speak at, at conferences and stuff like that. Jeff Durbin, James White. I mean, I I get I get learning from James White from his podcast. I don't watch I don't watch Apologia's sermons. I listen to my pastor's sermons. I'm not listening to Doug Wilson. I'm not listening to Toby Sumter. I listen to their podcasts um, and that they're not my, my teachers. They're not my elders. They're not my pastors. I listen to my sermons from my pastor. And I'm not saying it's bad to listen to these. I know where I'm being fed and then I know where I can gain other information and so on. And I just don't get it through their sermons. I get it through their podcasts and stuff like that because I'm being fed. If you're not in a local church, you cannot take these men's sermons that are online as a substitute for local ministry. Okay, again, you can listen to all the the Doug Wilson sermons or James White sermons or John MacArthur sermons you want. You can listen to them, but if you're not sitting in their church underneath their pastor uh, ship pastorage pastoral ministry then they're not your pastor and you're still missing something if you are not in a local church so that's going to be my encouragement and that's going to be all i have to say about uh, ravi zacharias um, and that whole situation is if you're involved in ministry get into a church get under the authority of a local elder and be and have accountability so um with that the other stuff that's going on um it's, uh, I guess, I guess it's impeachment day again, right? It's like Groundhog Day. Donald Trump is now not only the, the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, he is now the most acquitted, uh, president of, of, uh, as far as impeachment and stuff like that. But, um, <laughs> again, here's the reality. Trump derangement syndrome is real. And, uh, I'm hoping that it's now kind of run its course because there's really not much else they can do. I mean, Mitch McConnell, I guess, mentioned that there can be criminal trials and stuff like that. Now people are going to go after Trump on, on a criminal level and so on. But as far as impeachment and stuff like that, it's all over. 
He's no longer the president. He's out. He's gone. Joe Biden is in. Yes, we can talk about, uh, you know, impropriety in the election. We can talk about all those things. I, I do think there still needs to be investigation. And, you know, who knows what happens once that investigation happens, if it ever happens. Um, I doubt it will ever happen. But we now are in a spot where we need to be moving on, moving forward. But, of course... We had this this and another impeachment trial, which was ridiculous because anybody who's going to be intellectually honest with themselves to say that Trump incited what happened on January 6th truly is intellectually dishonest. And I'm, I'm looking at you if you're that guy that is saying, oh, Trump incited. No, he didn't. If you stop and listen to the things that he said. There was never anything in any of the speech that he gave on the 6th or anything else that incited the violence that happened. Do I condone the violence that happened? Absolutely not. But it's not Trump's fault. I mean, granted, these were people who were part of the Trump cult. And, you know, but I I can't blame Trump for what these other people did, especially when the reality is nothing that he said indicated that he was calling for violence now granted the people who presented the evidence and i i love there was a an interview msnbc was it cnbc one of the there was a show where where trump's uh one of his attorneys was on and going through the questioning and stuff and the the he started talking about the doctored evidence and the reality is, is they doctored evidence. They they selectively edited the videos and the things that he said to make it sound like um, he was inciting violence. But when you listen to everything, I mean, it's it's the same as the whole, you know, why won't you condemn white supremacist groups and why won't you condemn these people and blah, blah, blah. I mean, when this man has, has condemned them more in the public realm than anyone else because he's constantly being asked about it, right? I mean, from from the the situation that happened in Charlotte, where of course they were the, what inspired Biden to go ahead and run, where again selective editing showing that oh there were fine people on both sides and that's where they left it and they didn't play two minutes down in the, the speech and, or the questioning where he said, you know, white supremacists and all these things should be condemned and are condemned. But no, they didn't play that for you because, again, the media is dishonest. The, the Democrats are mis- dishonest. And the reality is the Republicans are dishonest too. But they just didn't have to be in this situation. So the, the trial is held. The, the impeachment is done. Uh, the House voted 232 to 197 to approve a single article of impeachment, and then the Senate acquitted him by the vote of 57 to 43. Um, so they didn't get to the two-thirds vote necessary, but seven Republicans voted along with uh, the Democrats to impeach him, but they didn't get to the two-thirds majority, which I think they need 67 votes in order to impeach to, to convict him. So... He is acquitted, even though the vote was 57 to 43, saying he was guilty. They needed to get 67 votes to say he was guilty, and they just couldn't get that. So, all that being said, he is eligible to run again in 2024. Um, 
I hope he doesn't. Again, I never voted for him. I didn't really care much for him. I can say that I was pleased with some of the the policies that 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 came out of his administration. Um, but I never was on board with with Trump from the beginning. Um, you know, I I left the Republican Party when they gave him the nomination. I may rejoin the Republican Party this year. I actually am looking at potentially running for office uh, in 2022 locally in, in, in state legislature. So I will likely uh, re-register um, as a Republican and run as a Republican. So there's a little, uh, just a little teaser for what may be coming up in the future uh, for uh, me. But so it's it's done. It's over. He, the impeachment. They tried. They failed. Uh, and again, what were they going to do? Impeachment is there if there's a conviction. It is to remove the man from office. He's already gone from office. So the arguments that it was actually an unconstitutional thing do bear some weight. Um, you can't really you can't really impeach a former president. I mean, if that's the case, then I'm sure that, that people are going to be going back and trying to impeach Bush, impeach Obama. I mean, we can find all kinds of things that we could go back and impeach the former presidents on. Um, luckily, Joe doesn't have to worry about that. He's just got to watch out for the 25th Amendment. So there's that. And then, of course, that also, uh, as we're talking about all this that happened, we have to talk about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because this woman just drives me nuts. <clears throat> so, um, th- there was a big tiff going back and forth between her and Ted Cruz, apparently. Um, she posted something to do with the GameStop and the, you know, the, the stock market and all the stuff that was going on there. Um, short sale. I, I, again, not a lot of stuff that I really understand a lot of. All I know is apparently a lot of hedge funds lost a whole lot of money because some young uh, gamers in their basement um, stuck it to them. I don't know how it all works, but so Ocasio Cortez tweets something about that. Ted Cruz says he agrees, fully agree, um, and that she apparently lost her mind at that because I mean, God forbid that anybody you know agree with you from the other side of the aisle. So she was like said something to the effect that you tried to get me murdered, which again, can we not find some kind of level of intellectual honesty in our politics? I mean, that's just, I mean, the most absurd thing that I've, I mean, and she said some really dumb stuff, but this goes beyond the pale to actually accuse Ted Cruz of trying to have her murdered. One, on the 6th of, of January, she wasn't even in the Capitol. She wasn't even there when, when, they, when they invaded the building. She was blocks down the street in another office building um, with police coming to check on them. So, and again, I've heard people talk about, well, I won't, won't question what kind of fear. You know what? I will. I will. I don't believe that she was in danger for a minute. And I don't think she was in fear for her life for a minute. It's all an act that she puts on on Twitter for the the people who are blinded and not willing to look at reality um, 
to to have something to to grab onto to and in reality i mean i think making a statement like that saying ted cruz tried to get me murdered if what donald trump said could be impeachable for in trying to incite violence then what she tweeted could be impeachable for trying to incite violence because that could literally to say that ted cruz tried to get you murdered could could cause people i mean we saw it with um the the bernie bro who went to the the softball game or the practice where the republicans were and shot steve scalise so and again we can't blame bernie for what that guy did right we can't blame him for that and and i wouldn't blame ocasio cortez if if something were to happen but again based on their logic and and they're what they're doing with Trump right now. This could also be considered inciting violence. Excuse me, I don't usually have to get a drink in the middle of a podcast, but I needed to, to take a drink. It's the COVID. Um, so yeah, this was just a whole ridiculous thing that that I didn't think that Alexandria Ocasio Cortez could irritate me more. But, you know, she's like, here, hold my beer. Um, let me just show you just how much I can uh, irritate you um, with my ridiculousness. This woman, I hate to call people stupid, but this woman is stupid. And, and just a, a, she's a liar. Um, let's see, what, what other things can I call it? Let, let's just see how much we can say to get YouTube to really shut us down. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it is intellectually dishonest to try to use what happened to say that Ted Cruz tried to get you murdered. I mean, that, that, that's beyond disgusting. That's, that's horrible and wrong. So, and then, and again, just like Forrest Gump, that's all I have to say about that. And then the last thing I want to talk about is our girl, Gina Carano. So, uh, is it Cara Dune? Cara Dune is a character from uh, The Mandalorian that she played fantastically. She played this character great. And now she's been fired because she tweeted something, again, about um, Jews being beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors. Basically, that... Uh, what the Nazis did in Germany is they got the the populace to hate the Jews enough that they were able to remove the Jews, and it's re- it's reality, it's history, it's what happened. Um, and I think she used that as a comparison of you know what what our society is doing to conservatives right now. Is there truly there? I mean. It, it's just about getting the society to hate them enough that you can remove them. I mean, there you know, we see that in persecuted churches and persecuted Christians around the world. They are hated by the society first, the 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 culture. Then the government can can uh, make their way in to remove them and and 
do what happens with in communist countries and stuff like that. We see in China where Christians are persecuted, and that's kind of the, the path, the vein that has been taken. The government does everything they need to do to get the people to hate them, <coughs> and then the government can move in and start to persecute them as well. So there was nothing incorrect or really offensive about what Gina posted. <clears throat> but what that did is it, you know, apparently it offended somebody enough that, uh, that Disney decided to cancel her and fired her from the Mandalorian. But the good news is she has signed a deal with, uh, Ben Shapiro and the people over at Daily Wire, they've got a movie that was out and I'm actually hoping that, to find it and watch it and I'll do a review of it. I'm going to be doing a couple other movie reviews um, for some Christian movies that I just saw and I want to do the, I can't remember the name of it, Run, Hide, Fight, something like that that just came out. So the Daily Wire is moving into doing movies from a conservative worldview or whatever they're just doing good movies and so they've worked out a deal with with gina carano to uh act in and direct the the next movie that, that is coming out from the daily wire so i'm really excited to see that um she has really uh shown herself to be a really good actress um i mean she's a former mma fighter i'm trying to i can't remember the show another movie that she was in or series or something. I can't remember if it was a Marvel. Oh, she played, uh, I think she was the, the girl in Deadpool. Um, so, and, and yes, I'm, I'm ashamed to even say that I've seen Deadpool. I only saw the first one. Uh, I refuse to see any of the other ones. Um, so yeah, but so she's played in a, a couple of different shows and, former MMA and, and stuff like that. So I'm excited to see what is going to come about with uh, a collaboration, uh, collaboration, coll collaboration. I'll learn to speak collaboration between her and Ben Shapiro and the folks over at daily wire for this next movie to come up. And then hopefully again, I'll be able to bring you some, uh, a good review on the movie that they just put out uh, over there at daily wire um, and look forward to a couple check, keep your eyes out for, um, probably a lot of new unsolicited episodes coming up over the next few weeks with like three or four, uh, CHH albums that are coming out. And then a couple of Christian movies that I'm going to do reviews of that I've just recently watched. So, um, you can see, uh, be on the lookout for those and some stuff to, to, um, look forward to and that speaking of this is a good time to hit the subscribe button on youtube and hit the notifications so when those episodes do come out you'll be ready and you'll know when they're there so um so yeah that's it um that's what's going on in the world right now and that's what's happening um again and so I, as we we see this cancel culture that is acting up the way that it is and and really trying to um you know uh well, Gina Carano and somebody else. Um, uh, who, uh, who? What's another one? That was recent. Somebody recently canceled. Somebody not so recently canceled. Lore TV. Here, let me just let me just throw this out. This is where I'm trying to go with with this. Um, Lore TV is uh, the creation of John Speed and uh, 
Marcus Pittman, um, who it, it's going to be a, a, com- a competitive uh, entity against Netflix and Disney Plus and all these other um, platforms where streaming movies are happening and so on. And it's going to be coming from a, a Christian worldview. And so we're going to be able to find, um, you know, babies are murdered here. Babies are still murdered here. <coughs> will be available. They have put out a call to, you know, Gina, we want you to come here. Even Rosie, uh, Roseanne Barr, <coughs> they've tried to, any, anybody who's been canceled by the culture, Laura is like, look, come over here to us. We'll bring you on as long as you're, you know, you're willing to, to work within our parameters and stuff like that. But um, you know, it's we're they're not going to be making porn or you know extremely R-rated movies or anything like that. But I, I can see that there'll be there will be good movies that are going to come out of this. And so, again, as as cancel culture is trying to put people out, you know, we're watching people lose their Twitter accounts and stuff, and we're seeing these other entities rise. Gab and Parlor and Lore TV and um, you know Gab TV and all the different things where uh, Rumble and you know, a lot of, of alternate free speech alternatives are, are rising up. And so, again, from what where I stand and what I would say from a Christian worldview, um, I would say don't abandon those other ones, uh, but don't conform. I mean, don't be conformed to the point, right? You know, post the things that you're going to post. Speak the, the, the truth that you need to speak, you know, whether it's God's word or whatever. And then if they do start canceling you, so be it. Have your presence on these other places. But I would say, you know, in order to do what it is that we are called to do, get your presence on everything. I've been seeing a bunch of stuff. Parlor finally popped back up today, um, or maybe yesterday. Parlor, Parlor is back, um, so I you know jump back over there. But I'm seeing a bunch of stuff on Gab now where people are like, no, don't don't do Parlor. Don't you know what? Do Parlor, do Parlor, do Gab, do uh, Clout Hub and MeWe. Um, I can't really in good conscience recommend MeWe. Here's my thing with MeWe. I I created an account. I followed Steve Dace. It was the only person that I have as a contact on MeWe at this point right now. And then just started to explore. And within 30 minutes, I came across naked women. And so deleted it, got rid of it, took it off my phone, said I'm done. And And I may go back and check into it down the road hopefully they'll get some better parameters in there to to where you're not just assaulted by this um again i know that twitter has porn but if you want porn on twitter you really have to go look for it you're not just going to find it pop up in your face instagram is not full out porn but i mean i get assaulted by pictures of very scantily clad women anytime I go into the explore tab on on uh, on Instagram except on Fridays when I'm down at the abortion mill uh, preaching the gospel then as I go after if literally I kid you not if I leave there after I leave if I go into my Instagram it's filled with uh, pregnant women and babies 
So that's one of those things where you, the AI is kind of a good thing. Um, but so my point is stay on all the, the platforms that you can uh, as long as you can, uh, as long as they will allow you. And then, you know, make sure you've got your, your platform set up on the free speech ones and use them. I mean, again, I'm, I'm putting out all my content on everywhere. I'm putting it out on, on, um, on, uh, Gab. I'm putting it out on Facebook. I'm putting it out on YouTube. I'm putting it out on Twitter. It's still there until they won't let me put it there anymore. And then likely it's just going to be Gab and Parler and so on. But I'm not, again, I'm not going to say, well, I'm, 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 I mean, and I am, uh, invested in gab literally i have put money into gab for a pro account so i can do this because that's that's as much as i want to support it and and see this free speech and have the ability to do what i'm doing over there with gab tv and stuff like that but i'm not going to kick parlor to the wayside because i'm i'm invested in gab i want to see both of these uh companies succeed and do well um rumble needs to 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 get a little bit better um, I still, I'll try to upload a video to Rumble. It takes almost an hour sometimes for the video to upload and be processed. And then sometimes it doesn't get published and not open for public to see for days. So Rumble's got to get better um, before I, I invest that much time into it. I, they've got to get to the point where my time investment is less and a little bit, you know, Gab, I can, it takes me about 20 minutes to get a video uploaded and good to go. I mean, obviously, YouTube is, is really quick and easy. Um, and as, so as long as they'll let me do it, I will continue to do it because we are called to preach the gospel at all times. And we have to use words because they're necessary. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.